winding down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome, second hour of the show, South Coast Tonight. Marcus, um, I think we ought to really make a separate podcast just about what we talk about off the air. The air podcast, <laughs> the off-air podcast is going to be a Patreon subscribed uh, <laughs> podcast that you will pay uh, big money. Te- big money. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say, typical Patreon podcast that likes a subscriber they're typically like five bucks a month you're gonna pay 20 right and you're gonna love it and you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna love it you're gonna watch you pay you're gonna say i owe more yep the um but that's off the air but you can you can join the conversation we're we're gonna have we're gonna have merch too with some of the off-air podcasts uh phrasings too yeah it's gonna be really good you can join the the on-air podcast right now at 508-996-0500 kind of open phones but i do want to talk a little bit as marcus teased before we went to the to the commercial break about my column I wrote last week um, about the illegal aliens being given driver's licenses. Now, I will point out to you, and please go to WBSM.com. I think you'll enjoy the column the, and share it with friends if you do or don't. The um, It may anger you. It may make you laugh. The uh, fact It did not make me laugh. You didn't laugh? No. For a long time, we've had this hideous phrase here called undocumented workers as if these everyone who snuck into the country illegally came here with no no identification whatsoever and they, they and they've been slaving away working right they've just been working they've they, 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 they were working but they had no identification whatsoever oh, and, it was, and it would be impossible to ask them for identification they rather, because and the reason that term developed and uh was because they didn't the left, primarily, did not, and the business community, did not want to refer to them as illegal aliens well, because no person is Because it's pejorative. Well, it's also accurate. It's pejorative. Um, but when, I, when I was overweight, someone called me fat. They were just being being honest. That's also pejorative. Yeah, I know, but, but it's still honest. And it's certainly much more honest than undocumented worker. And what I'm saying is that nowadays... You can no longer refer to Massachusetts illegal aliens this as is, undocumented. So, because they're, they're going to use, but documents. they're documented. The thing is, is is that Massachusetts, like your immigration status in Massachusetts, is it almost doesn't matter because that's a federal distinction, right? Your immigration status isn't a state distinction; it's a federal distinction. So, even though you might have a documented residence in Massachusetts or a documented uh, an ID documentation in Massachusetts, as far as the federal government goes, you're still undocumented, well, and your immigration status is decided by the federal but government. But you're about to get a real a government document, and let me just point this out: yeah, state Mark, government document. The difference between whether it matters if you're here illegally or not. If you're here, if you're a legally born Massachusetts citizen, you have to provide much more documentation than someone who was born in Iran and snuck into the country. If you have to, if you have to, um, correct. Right? If you have to obtain a, if you not, yes, only if you have to get the re, the, the real ID, you have no, to no. have a lot more. Well, what about this? If I go down to the to the registry of motor vehicles, right, just want to get a regular driver's license, mm-hmm. I have to provide my birth certificate, my American so birth certificate. No, they have to provide one from 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 the mullahs of Iran. 
So, or the country, their country. Well, of do origin. you think that that my birth certificate being printed out by Dennis Farris in City Hall in New Bedford is is the same as one being manufactured in Iran? Well, do you think birth certificates are just uh, fake birth certificates are just manufactured for the purpose of getting driver's licenses in 16 states in the country? Do you think that's what's happening, that they're Actually, printing them out in Iran and, and shipping them over for the no, purpose of doing that? I well, don't we don't understand. know what those intelligence agencies are going to do. But I will tell you this, that, of course, people are going to come into the country with fraudulent documents. You, you, I mean, you're not, not, not that of naive. Of course. But my point is that I don't want the documents hear, have to be authenticated. But how could you have documents if you're undocumented? That's what I'm saying. Who do you, wait, the documented status. How, the documented, how do they authenticate an Iranian burst? Yeah, I don't they know. They have to call Iran. See, here's the problem. I don't know. And this is the and neither of the legislators the, voted for this bill. This is the one. This is the one thing. This is the one argument f- against this particular law that I own, the only good faith argument that I've heard. And it was I, again, I, I heard that from Anthony Mori, the state auditor candidate who has auditing experience, and said the DMV, who's Already underworked, uh, overworked, and under resourced, has to now authenticate foreign documents. They're right. not equipped to do that. If we can equip them to do that, then uh, it's the linchpin of this legislation. Yeah, right. I mean, the people, the apologists for the legislation, the people who are justifying it, say that they go, "Well, they'll have to have documents <laughs> from yeah. where? From Russia? From from from? Right. Well, correct. Do you trust the Putin government? You thought they stole the election a few years ago. You thought you thought that Donald Trump was a spy. Now you're now you're willing to accept what documents from the Russian government to to allow someone to come into this country. And now they're driving. In other words, the, the identification is now. Well, they'd have to. I mean, the the fact that they're driving would mean that they're that they've gone through driving school and passed the driving test like everybody else. So yeah, sure, why not? All right, all right. So <laughs> the. Um, I mean, I, I think I think it's a great conversation to have because I think it really lays bare the exact holes in this argument. Now, let me say this: I do think that people are we are, we as a society are better off if people go to driver's education, of course, get insurance, yeah, know the rules of the road. I yeah. think we as a society are better off for that. I'm just saying that I do think this is a big problem to say that we know who these people are. When we really aren't going to know who they are. And I will go further to say this. But my original point at WBSM.com is that let's stop calling them undocumented workers. Because they don't all have jobs. If they do, they're here working illegally. And second of all, they Aren't obviously they? have documents. They I mean, from another country. Your, your immigration status, as far as Massachusetts goes... There's no distinction between your immigration status in Massachusetts and your uh, and your and your rights as a worker. They they spell that out explicitly. I think on the Mass.gov website. And occasionally we do, you know, in theory and ultimately in practice. But on the day on a day to day level, when the attorney general gets involved, that's correct. Yeah. But on the day to day level, let's be very honest about this. The real thing that uh, that illegal aliens bring to the table, as far as workers, is that they will work in unsafe conditions. They will work below minimum wage. They will work below. They will work outside, and they will undercut American labor. That is their real attraction. I, you know, I, I think they work jobs that Americans don't actually work. Well, well, but why won't Americans do the jobs? Because they're unsafe and underpaid. Because if you if you're going to pay someone or have have proper not work necessarily under, but it doesn't necessarily, necessarily have to be underpaid. Case. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be underpaid. Like meaning below. The minimum wage it's below the b- below a reasonable below wage. reasonable pay. Sure, right. yeah, I, I would I would probably I would agree with that, which I think is a good argument for uh, giving them a documented status for for immigration. Well, because uh, so much of the economy relies on on 
um, relies on undocumented workers anyway. So if so much of the economy relies on it, that it would literally cave in if we deported all let's say you know i said 11 million a caller called in and said there's got to be more than that now let's just say 15 right. if we deported all every every undocumented person in america tomorrow the economy well, would, we can't would because collapse we have documents from their foreign country 508 they're not documented they're but they don't have a documented it's it the, but why not the documented part the undocumented but why, why part why do they have the, these documents the undocumented part because they're illegal aliens so the undocumented part of their of the uh, of the undocumented immigrant part is because documents. It's no, <laughs> it's it's that they're not a documented Why? resident Why? for the federal government. Why? Because they're illegally in the country. Right. So they're really illegal aliens. I think we got a breakthrough here, folks. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's go to the phones. Good uh, good evening. Thanks for holding. Hello, Marcus. Hey, what's up? Uh, and Chris, how you doing? You I'm, feeling better? I do. I feel a lot better. Thanks. Thank you very uh, much. Very good. Good to hear that. Uh, that you have your sidekick. You know, you're the, actually a Batman and Robin. Chris uh, is Batman and Marks is Robin. Yeah, I'm a sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh, Tonto. I'm Lone if, Ranger. He's Tonto. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, the work. If they want someone to come here, like the farms, it's a work visa. Right. Yeah, there's no problem with that. That's uh, all along. But uh, DMV can't even get their act together to process regular registrations and licenses and then, uh, you know, the buckle DUIs and all that baloney that the, the governor had to crack in on. And now we're supposed to, uh, they're supposed to authenticate uh, birth certificates and all that. It's not going to yeah, Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they have to. They they have to. This has to be met with investments in the in the DMV to to make sure that the technology well, is there they, for that to happen. I think that's a very well, good point, Marcus. Caller, just hold on for one second because I'm interested in, in your full comments. But the um, there's no additional fees to supply the registry with additional funds related to these well, they should to, do that. To, to these new responses. So would you? You Again, that's they, that's the good faith. That's the only good. Like I said, that's the good faith argument against right. the law. So I, I think, I, but the, there were but I don't think the people collecting forward. signatures out here are concerned about. I don't think everybody is like, oh my god, this law is the worst. We need to repeal it. Is concerned about the DM the investments in the DMV. I don't think that's the primary concern. Well, I, I, I mean, they may be. They may be not be on that specific angle. They may have thought it through to that level. But the reality of it is, is that I don't think that the average person of DMV, and this is no insult, they, because you don't. Intrigue Intrinsically, have the ability to identify foreign documents from all different countries with all different languages. You know, it's not like a birth certificate from England or even Germany. I mean, you're talking about a lot of small countries, a lot of really very chaotic countries, right? Yeah. Barely countries. I mean, you don't have people coming over from England, really. You do have a lot of illegal aliens from Ireland here, but again, that's a little more trustworthy, right? Their system is no, trustworthy. Can be. Is it? Can be. Then, then let's say some one of these countries that are fractured and the population. In other words, the illegal aliens. I, Ireland isn't fractured? Not to the point that the government doesn't work. Okay. Uh, it doesn't. The caller had a point. Go ahead. Let me just, uh, let sure, me just ahead, say this. Ahead. You know, it's not a, uh, Chris, this is not about the safety of uh, the Commonwealth and the people. It's about money making for the state. Like they don't have enough money. They can't squeeze enough more out of us. Now it's uh, it's not it's not about safety. And let me just say, uh, Marcus, when you went to Mexico, right? What about if you decided to stay there? You know, like I'm going to stay there and I'm going to go for my driver's license. Is the Mexican government going to give you a driver's license? I don't know, but I don't let think you we should. Stay there past, past, well, well, let me let, let me tell you law? something. 
I don't think we should be modeling ourselves after what the Mexican government would or would not do. I'm just telling you, they'll throw you in, in prison. You wouldn't be on open line. And we don't want to be like that, right? We don't want to be like that. That's a bad thing. We want to be better than uh, them. A bad thing? The Mexicans don't want to be overrun, but we're being overrun here. This is a sanctuary city. Where have you been, Mike? It's a sanctuary is state. Is in a sanctuary town? Yeah, and... Uh, it is? No, is it? What, Fairhaven? That's, that's that's, I'm curious, but that's actually interesting. I don't think there's any designation. No, I think I think more so... I don't think New Bedford's ever declared itself a sanctuary. Never, never did, but um, never did. But I remember when this was this was at the height of its um, of its discussion point, the sanctuary cities argument that um, it never got declared as such. But the police department was operating in a way, a policy coming down from from the top was operating in a way that was compliant with sanctuary city regulations. So functionally, yes. And and I do well, think. Go ahead. All I have to say is, all you have to do, uh, Marcus, get in your car with Chris. You know, in a convertible top, and go up and down the Cushionette Avenue, go by the waterfront, and tell me we don't have an illegal problem in our city. Well, I mean, we can't look at people and say that that person's illegal and not illegal. I think that's not a very good thing to do. So I wouldn't do that anyway. I wouldn't look at somebody and say this person isn't a isn't a a uh, naturalized resident of the country. I, I, I wouldn't do that either way. But um, but but but, but um, but, but his point being is, and, and uh, you know. A lot of the people who, who are in this country illegally do work very hard. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Them. And I would say that there are a lot of people who I would I would trade who are natural born Americans for a lot of the hardworking of people who who have who fought <laughs> to get here. That's true. Yeah. But just just to, my my point about the documents is that many of the people who are here illegally from let's use Ireland as an example. There are a lot of people who are here illegally from Ireland, but they're not fleeing a war. They're coming for economic reasons. If, do- if they have documents, and they do, they're likely to be valid. We can probably figure out who they are. But if you're coming to this country because your country is fractured by war, yeah. destroyed. Wars that we started. In the Middle East. Wars Africa, that we started. Let's, let's think about some of the African yeah. countries, you know, people like that. It's nearly impossible to go and take a document. And just to find out if the if the document itself is even I real, I don't know that that's nearly impossible. And uh, if the government no longer exists, if you've the, studied war torn, if countries. the government, yeah, if the government no longer, if the government, if that particular government no longer exists, there could still be records of that government having existed, right? I mean, they're right. So, well, I mean, I'll give you a good example. When 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 a lot of people who came to this country from Greece. It was very difficult for them to authenticate their education because the Nazis and the communists had destroyed the universities. So you had people who, who had degrees who couldn't prove it, and you had people who said they had degrees who really didn't. You know, I just use that as an example, not to not to insult my Greek brothers, but it's but it's a point in the history since World War Two that a country like Greece, the government was so absolutely destroyed from the bombing, the terrorism, the all this stuff between the Nazis and the and the communists that it was damn near impossible to prove that your documents were real or your education was real. And that's a very true thing. You look at some of these countries that in Kenya, that, like countries outside and around Kenya that border Kenya, that, that have just disintegrated. Right? I mean, the thing is, too, is that there are not everybody, not everybody that is, not everybody, not every single person, not every single undocumented resident of Massachusetts is going to be actually eligible for this licensure. So we don't actually the blind. Know. The blind won't be. Right. So and uh, people who don't have 
actual documentation with them, which so there are plenty of them. So there are real true. That's a true undocumented. There's there are. Well, they're all true undocumented because again, they're not documented for the federal the purposes of federal government. The federal government giving them a residential d- distinction. I think that's because the, they're illegal. Aliens. I think that's the. I think that's the. I think that's the. The, the crux of the the designation of, a, of of undocumented for people who don't want to use uh, more pejorative terms. But um, I think you know when or you say more honest terms. I think when you say. Um, I think when you say. Uh, uh, I think you know people often confuse um, uh, honesty with with um, uh, mean spiritedness. To be frank, <laughs> so I'm being mean. I, I think I'm I, being mean. I, I mean, I don't think you're intentionally I'm being mean. No, I don't I'm think you're intentionally. The, I'm being mean to the to the people who hijacked the uh, the 9/11 and non 9/11 and, and hit the towers. Right, those guys. Well, no, no. So now, so now, so now you're so now you're real being, But now you're being mean to to everybody else who's undocumented by trying to tie them to the 9/11 hijackers. Now you're being well, mean. Well, I don't think the, the, that's that's being mean. I don't think the Guatemalans were involved. I know they were. Right, I mean, right, they, but they weren't paying enough for the Guatemalans to do that, right? I mean, the the, the reality of it is the Guatemalans seventy-two, are too 72 smart. virgins is a hefty, they, is a hefty. They're too um, smart to do that, payment. right? You know the um, but the reality of it is is that the the caller was correct about that. It is a money issue. It is about federal dollars coming to coming to Massachusetts because of the census. One of the one of the big problems Massachusetts has is is the, our population is fleeing the state due to the weather, due to the other opportunities in other states, due to the tax conditions, due to a number of things. People are fleeing to places like Florida, places like that. And so yeah. we're losing population. I we're losing members of Congress. We're losing electoral college. So votes. that was, t- I mean, ten years ago we did lose. Uh, we d- we had ten congressional seats that went to nine. But I don't. That's, that's a not, big deal. That's a huge. It's also, an electoral college. It's, it's a vote in electoral college. It's an electoral college vote that you lose too. Um, this this past census, though, I believe we we actually grew in in population, not significantly, but I think we I believe we grew in. Population. If you're a politician sitting on Beacon Hill, pining to get to Capitol Hill. There's one less opportunity for you, and that is on people's minds. Right, and the, and and in another ten years, which is already that ten years is clicking. If you don't aren't able to somehow lure a larger population to include illegal aliens here, your population is going to continue to diminish. So they want illegal aliens, maybe in New Hampshire, Maine, New York. I'm not sure what New York is doing, but I'm sure they'll be giving them, them driver's licenses. New York soon. did lose, uh, I think, lost two right uh, congressional right. seats. But here's the thing: Texas, is I, New York might have already New York might have already had uh, this law in effect. I know there was a few. I know there's. I think 16, Rhode Island quickly passed it. Yeah, 16 states to include. Um, um, to include D.C. and Puerto Rico as well, those those two territories of D.C. and Puerto Rico. But, um, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad thing, honestly. I don't think being – because, you know, the, the fact of the matter is there's people here. They are a central part of our functioning society at this point. We should right. be giving them a pathway to, 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 to citizenship. But our government won't allow it to – I mean, I think everybody agrees that our immigration laws are outdated and needlessly complicated, right? Um, so uh, following the rules isn't necessarily a, a, a practical or even possible um, possible for a lot of people. I think everybody agrees that there are certain federal Marcus, government regulations Marcus, that are immoral I, I and think, ineffective. I don't think you've, you've thought that comment through, and I love you, but... but there's so many people with an Osando voice right now who are going, I followed the rules. Did I, you? 
Did you follow the rules? Who me? Yeah, uh, yeah. My, did you I, ever? I was born did you here ever at throughout Luke. our? Did you ever throughout your life do something that was in violation of a state or federal law? Probably moments before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> right? But but that's but I'm not the issue. Right? Yeah, that's. I that's was born here. I'm American. Because we talk about like. No, but what I'm saying who, is, you think of all the people from the Azores who did it right. We have a city of New Bedford full of immigrants who came here correctly, who paid the fines, who went to. The, the, who I were say, able to? Sure. Well, just because you're, well, listen, I, I can walk. I can't walk into a store just because I'm not able and just walk out with a merchandise. And, and not, not, not for nothing. But there's a lot of people like you know, I, you know, I didn't. My family didn't wasn't born here, right? Most people, most people's ancestors weren't born here. But there was a point in time where immigration in the United States was very laissez faire, and you could just come over whenever you wanted and well, basically we, however you wanted. When my and so all these people here, that say I did it the right way. Yeah, right. Exactly. To, to flee the sla- to free the slaves. Right. So so all this I did it the right way stuff for a lot of people, that doesn't matter because the way it's yeah, been over the last over the last really 40, 50 years or so has become increasingly more complicated and difficult. Right, but but, but regardless of what my ancestors did, let's talk about the people who did, within the sound of my voice right now, who, who came in, let's say, from the Azores, who came in, there's a lot of, there are, there are millions of people in the state of Massachusetts who came here recently and mm-hmm. did it legally. I mean, I think the argument that it's impossible to not, to follow the law, I don't think is true. It's impo- I think it's impossible for a lot of people. I think it's, it's impossible very for a lot of people. But not impossible. I think, it's th- I think it's impossible for a lot of people, maybe not coming from a country like Portugal, but coming from, again, countries like Nicaragua or Afghanistan, countries that, uh, you know, were directly responsible for the material conditions there and the material conditions being uh, really untenable for anybody to If Carter to hadn't kicked out Samosa and welcomed the communists, Nicaragua would be a hell of a country right now. Their cigars are still good, but the, um, if, the if, if Jimmy Carter following the human rights thing hadn't gotten Somoza thrown out of the country and ultimately killed when he went to Chile, the um, the, 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 the the country of uh, of Nicaragua wouldn't be a communist dictatorship. More, more to the point, right? I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back. If you're on the line, stay on the line. We've got one line open. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris and Marcus here on WBSM. South Coast Tonight. Uh, we actually have a phone call, 508-996-0500. We're taking your calls and we're taking your messages on the WBSM app chat. You can go to the app, go to messages, and you can send us a message, and we'll read it on the air. 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Uh, good evening, fellas. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Let me, let me give you a reason why uh, illegal driving licenses are uh, it's very unfair. It's almost a double standard for an American. Okay. My mother, elderly lady, a little confused, um, was a British citizen, became an American. Okay, got all the paperwork, everything. Has a passport, has a military ID because my father was in the service, and has a mass um, registry ID because she doesn't drive. Okay? Okay. All three of those documents expired while COVID. Okay, she couldn't get them. She cannot find her nationalization papers she's put them up and we can't find them she went to the registry you know what the registry told her you need to go back to the court and get a copy of your your uh, your paperwork your, your nationality paperwork okay no problem so i look it up do you know what that costs to do no five hundred and fifty dollars they get a copy of your nationality paperwork that's what's unfair my mother's an american citizen trying to do the right thing was a victim of covid She's told by the registry, go spend 550 bucks, 
But in a year, an illegal alien is going to walk in there with some documents, and they're going to give them. Yeah, but but a, but another but an, but anybody else who had their documentation would have been able to do that too. I don't see why that's the illegal immigrants' fault. It's, well, it's a legislature's fault, though, what right? It? It's a legislature's fault. A, well, yeah, but that doesn't. A, but the, I, don't, I just I don't, don't think anyone's blaming illegal aliens. Well, well, they're blaming the legislature that created this. I law. just think that the that. I think rightful anger at having to pay $550 to get these documents that were yours. And yeah, you're right. Being a victim of COVID, you know, having that, that expire and all that. I don't think that, 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 like I said, rightful anger should be directed towards um, undocumented immigrants either. I I just, I don't. You don't see that as a double standard. You don't see an American citizen trying to do the right thing. Um, kind of a victim of circumstance. But if, but if she doesn't, so she to spend the money, right? She doesn't. Um, she doesn't have. She doesn't have. She had. To, she was forced to spend the money. She didn't have the documents. If an undocumented person doesn't have the things that your mother didn't have, they can't get the license. So get it. Well, wait a minute. So hire, and I know you're not going to like this. Hire a lawyer in the company of the country you came from. And get them to get it for you. How about that? Well, then they'd have to pay for it. So, again, I, well, I don't see how that's, that's a da- double standard. That's fair. Then that's fair, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I guess. I, I just, you know, again, I, I just... I don't think anyone's blaming the illegal aliens, Marcus. What we're blaming is the legislature who created this very unfair law. It's just, it's a slap in the face. And I know you hate that, Marcus. We talked about it on, on Friday night. It's, yes. It's just an, a, such an egregious double standard that, uh, you know, and, and you're, you're, a, you're usually pretty reasonable but on this one but is it but, it but but here's the thing you, you're you're saying like this stuff is is it's a slap in the face he's just a double the standard aliens he has cutting his lawn i'm gonna hear the pro- i, I cut him. my own lawn oh, with a Ry- ryobi electric lawnmower <laughs> i'll have you know is it solar powered but it is not solar not oh. yet <laughs> um but uh i just like slap in the face uh this is unfair and all of that these are these are things like you know okay I'm you know you're upset at at, at certain things that the system is putting that your mother through which I think is fair and justified but it's not a practical reason to repeal this law. I like listening to you. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you for the call. I appreciate no, it. I appreciate that. That's, that's a very interesting case, right? And I, I wonder how many other people are in a similar circumstance. I can tell you this. When I was in the hospital with COVID and all of that stuff, my um, driver's license expired. And so I had to go through the whole process of, of, re, of reproving it, you know, the um, of who I was and all of that, those particular things. So there, there, are, there are a lot of things that are, that are inconvenient about the system. But I think the, I think the caller is pointing out that's, an, a lot of, that's a lot of money for an American citizen to have to come up with simply to get a driver's license, right? $500? I agree. Uh, I don't think it's right. And that should be corrected. And like you said, especially when it's a victim of COVID, your driver's license expires, but you can't get it renewed because all of that stuff is going on. I, I totally right. agree. Right. But there's a practical reality that we're, that I don't think is really being addressed by people who are opposing this law is that this law, in fact, works to solve a problem, whereas repealing it doesn't do anything at all but keep the system in which we have people on the road that are not trained that are not trained that didn't go through driving school that are not insured so like this law works to solve a problem repealing it 
doesn't do anything and in fact is counterproductive to a lot of the issues people are concerned with with undocumented uh, residents driving on on our public roads. They, but they'll have documents, so you can't stop stop using the racist term undocumented worker. It's not racist. <laughs> That's not racist. Come on, it's racist. I can accuse if you can accuse people of racism. I'm just going to do it from now on. So <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm appropriate that, that term. It's just racist, Mark. It's like culturally appropriate. Mark, the term I can't racist. Sit in the room of your racism. <laughs> so five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you get, get into the conversation. We actually got a call now. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Hey, guys, I just want you to know what the Las Vegas odds are on this. Uh, you two guys killing each other. I think it's up to two to one. <laughs> well, I'm a cripple now. He can, he can easily kill me. It's true. <laughs> but Chris, you can take him with half your brain size Chris, behind your back. Chris, 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 has a, Chris has a weapon, though. So, either. So. Hey, real That's quick, maybe for your listening audience, is, is there a way that the voters, no matter how they feel, um, are we going to try to get this on a referendum? For well, the, well for so the... so there are people out there that are that are working tirelessly to um, get forty thousand uh, in change signatures so that they can go to the secretary of the Commonwealth and put this law on the ballot. So you can upper basically an up or down vote on the law. That is, if they get the signatures. Now the signatures. There's no way to go online to do that, Marcus. No, no. They have a, a if you're super going. passionate about this, you you got to show up to wherever they are, fight um, through a phalanx of illegal aliens what you, trying to block what you the look procedure. For, yeah, what look for American procedure. look for uh, fireworks and a, uh, ca- a caravan of pickup trucks with Confederate flags flying on the back of them. You should be able to find it. And the Batman light, save America. <laughs> um, but uh, it'd be interesting if that gets on the ballot, because you and I, Marcus, we had a, a small conversation about the governors and how we elect governors in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a long time ago, and when I started out talking about when Biff McLean, uh, when he loaded cars up to get John Silver and Chris, uh, you know, he pulled the uh, the youth card on me saying that he didn't know who it was, but that that was against the well. <laughs> he always does but, that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. But... um. <laughs> So my question is, I mean, if there's no mayoral races for the governorship and it, you know, it's, it's, again, it's going to be, I I think it's going to be a tough call. You know, Mar Hill is a great candidate, but um, if something like this did get on the the ballot, it would be the same voting uh, schedule? Yes, yes. I think I think the, over, over the weekend um, at the round table, you, Marcus, you, Jess Machado, you know, you come at this at different angles, both, both discuss the fact that the reason we're at this ridiculous level of using a referendum, which I generally don't believe in the referendum process whatsoever, is because the Republican Party and the conservatives in this state have fallen asleep. They've fallen asleep. They don't put candidates on the ballot. Yeah. I mean, look, Mark Montigny is one of my best friends. I love Mark Montigny. But no one's opposed him in decades, right? Yeah. I mean, how can you, you've, you've finally got some races here in Fairhaven. You've got some races yep. in Westport. You've right. finally got some contested races, you know, but Basically, the reason they're going to to the process of a referendum is because the Republican Party and the conservatives have not put candidates up so that you would have an actual debate. That's in actually the what Jess said. No, I know. Yeah, that's what Jess said. Right. She said that, 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 that all this work should have been electing Republicans instead of trying who would try to stop this law right. instead of 
trying to instead of trying to over uh, overturn it with this eleven hour eleventh hour referendum push, she actually called the referendum, which I agreed with her, uh, the, a big waste of time. And you know, you know, to um, not not to get too uh, too into Edmund Burke here, but quite frankly, Republicans, conservatives are supposed to oppose direct democracy, not use it. You're supposed to elect representatives in our form of government, the republic, and particularly in the conservative philosophy, rather than using direct democracy, which is what they're trying to do now to repeal this law. It's quite ironic. Right. So let's, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. Let's drop this into numbers. 40,000 people. So uh, on countywide races, I think um, I think Chris Saunders, uh, uh, during the, when he ran for treasurer during covid I think it was a staggering amount of signatures that he needed. So if you drop that into all of the counties, it might not even equal 40,000. That's a big number. uh, Not only that, the hang-up is that there can't be more than 10,000 from each county in the Commonwealth. So you can't get get 40,000 people from Bristol County. You can only get 10,000 signatures. There's, I think, what, six counties, if I count them out right now, in the Commonwealth. So, um, you know, you you can – it's an achievable number. The number is 1% of the people that voted in the gubernatorial, which I think is a low standard. Again, I think I think it's I've heard people complain about it, but I don't I don't agree with them. I think it's fairly easy to get on the ballot in yeah. Massachusetts. Don't, I think they're going to be able to get the signatures. Yeah, to be honest are with you. Are there any other crazy numbers like no more than ten percent of the signatures can be illegal aliens? <laughs> well, right now you have to get around the illegal aliens to even get near the petitions. Oh. We're finding. Guys are hitting it out of the park. Keep it up. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of all that. There's enough counties, right? So just. I can think of four that are just like in this area, actually. North, Norfolk, Bristol, Plymouth, Barnstable. So, you, yeah, you're fine. Dukes. So, um, so yeah. Marcus, one, one, again, and not to beat up on my side of the aisle, but there's there's a lot of people. Well, you can. They're just not doing their job. There, there were a lot of people. This is, this is a very open process, quite frankly. That this, you know, that we saw this coming down the pike. For, for like four years. Right. Right. Now, the, the fact of the matter is is that the, this should have been an issue a long time ago. Yeah. This should have been made an issue by Republican candidates two, three, four years ago. Yeah. This should have been used as an issue years ago. Quite frankly, the horse is way out of the barn, right? Mm-hmm. This is a law. We have a Republican governor, which we're not going to see it again for a while, I don't suspect. No. He vetoed it. They had enough, they had enough uh, votes in the House to override his veto. In other words, our representative republic worked exactly as it's supposed to work yeah right it did and now <laughs> i find it terribly ironic that you have people who generally speaking do not like direct democracy it, right trying to use direct right democracy. they don't like direct democracy because they know that the majority of the people don't think that the way that they think right that's why we have the electoral well, no, college i think the majority right? of the people i think this thing will go down in flames this bill this illegal alien driver's license bill if it gets on the ballot, I think the people in Massachusetts... I think you're going to see a lot of uh, coalitions that will line up in support of this, and more so... You're going, to have, you're, going to have, you're going to have more of them... You're going to have more of them supporting this. There's going to be more investment in getting in, in maintaining this law than there is against repealing it, because, again, the repealing big it... Be, the big money will be on the side of the illegal... solve a problem. Repealing it doesn't solve a problem. Marcus, I think that's an excellent point on your part. I mean, I'm ignoring it, obviously. But <laughs> I, do, I, I do think it's. I think that that's a very rational. But again, this is an emotional issue. The um, right. That's exactly. why. But that's why I don't like to direct democracy, except when it's in my favor. The um, 
the reality of it is, is that the big money is going to be on the side of, of keeping the illegal aliens in the workforce to undercut organized labor and to undercut uh, wages and, and safety laws. That's the reality. You're going to see a big push, I would imagine, by the big, big, dark money business groups to make sure this law stays on the books. 508-996-0500. Term doc money. Let's go to the... I'm taking all your know, terms. I'm still... I know. Money. You're taking all of my talking points. I've got to cross that out. I don't know what I have left. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. We'll be taking your calls. Listen to us live. And- I, uh, Marcus is charming cobras of a, of a, right now. <laughs> They're crawling out of the basket. They're dancing right now. He's a snake charmer. <laughs> Folks, give us a call, 508-996-0500. Oh, man. Uh, that was Remember, we're going to do this for a whole other hour. So. Yeah, we got another hour, and We'd we'll love be to taking have your calls. Involved. I'm curious what you're interested in, but we were talking earlier in the in the hour, about, or in the show, rather, about the... Um, the, the, we're talking about the Work and Family Mobility Act and the irrational, emotional... Um, or the take a number that's an illegal the, alien he the, got there before you... The you know he woke irrational up you and emotional... Um, response to trying to repeal it, uh, and um, you're going to have to get up a lot earlier to get to the registry before the illegal aliens. They're up real early. They don't sleep like Americans and watch a couple hours of cartoons before they head out. So you know, I went to I went to I went to the one in the North End not too long ago. I got my real ID. Uh, that was kind of a pain, right. but that's a federally Look at that humble brag. That's a fe- yeah, right, yeah. I know. Um, that's a federally recognized uh, document. That's you just why made I got all the illegal aliens feel uncomfortable, Marcus. You bragging about your U.S. <laughs> yeah, so I was able to get the real ID, and that 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 took a little bit. But when you're getting stuff like um, your registration renewed and even your license renewed right. that's a lot of that stuff can happen online or it can, you can go to the dmv and there's actually a separate window for it in the north end at least in the industrial park and it's pretty easy and convenient so i know the dmv can take a while but right. i think they have made inroads in making it more efficient you know i will, I will you don't remember this and you but when bill weld came into office in 1990 that was one of his signature I was one years issues, old right it was one of his signature issues and people were very happy with bill weld because he went a long way to making the registry just a better operating procedure and again those people over there they, they you know they didn't have the technology they didn't have a, enough people there was a lot of things going on but bill weld brought in some business guys and things like that it's really one of the reasons bill weld is so was so well regarded for so long until he made himself an embarrassment um, how did he make himself an embarrassment be drunk all the time. <laughs> Continuously running and losing for president on various party platforms. Yeah, except for like the major ones, right? He was just running for Libertarian or Constitution Party. He was the vice president. Uh, vice oh, the Libertarian Party. The Libertarian Party with Gary Johnson. And I don't think he voted for himself. I think he still, I think he still voted for Clinton. I mean, yeah, right. the guy, the, I listen. And again, Bill Weld is a very nice guy. And, and, um, he, he, I spent some a lot of time with Bill Weld um, he, when, when I was bragging. a kid. When I exactly when I was a kid, I mean, really, he, I met him in New Bedford. But he spent he would have talked to me for three or four hours. But that's what alcohol will do to you. But the um, but you know, but anyway, but well, one of the major things he did accomplish was making the registry unlike anything you ever had to experience, Marcus. But yeah. I do think that the registry workers, and I'm sympathetic to them, are now going to have to really, really work very hard work work very strenuously to make sure that they're not authenticating phony documents. We see now, now, you know, I talk a lot about Iran. That's the thing, and and maybe we can can get um, 
someone in to sort of talk about what the process is in authenticating a document like That'd that. That would be fun. There might be a That would be fun. That would be fun. Let's bring a registry worker. Not a registry worker. Let's, well, next but, I go to window B. No. <laughs> then you need your second form of ID. That's, no, no, I'm talking about... Mark, that's a, that's, a, that's a great radio. Boy, that's some great radio. <laughs> hey, let's bring in the Dutch boy. Now I'm painting a wall. <laughs> we can describe it over there. And now the paint is dry. No, no I'm kidding with you. But, but so... <laughs> This isn't going to work if you're going to make this fun of my guest suggestions on air. <laughs> so, but, but, but. Then you go to window B. It worked for, uh, worked for Tom Sawyer. You should play this game. It's fun. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not Huck. I'm Huck Finn. Yeah. So, listen, the, um, but the reality is, is that the people who work at the registry are now going to have to authenticate documents. And I'll just, and here's, here's, a, here's the truth in the matter is, our own, our own American colony, Puerto Rico, has a significant problem now with having fake documents. If you look right on the Registry of Motor Vehicles websites, the, you cannot bring in documents before a certain date because the registries down there were broken into, they were stolen, the town halls. There are people from who, pri- primarily from the Dominican Republic who are using Puerto Rican birth yeah. certificates. I mean, it's a real problem. I think our so, public institutions here in Massachusetts are a little more sophisticated than but, in Puerto but, Rico. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that so when you I mean, br- to handle the, the influx. Right, but when you bring the documents from Puerto Rico, you bring them to Massachusetts. It's our registry that has the problem of authenticating because of these, these, these forgers, forgers, right. forgers and the stolen documents. And so what I'm saying is imagine a normally born, normally raised American Massachusetts worker working at the DMV trying to deal with documents from Afghanistan the next guy's from Saudi Arabia. The next guy's from Nicaragua. I'm saying maybe there's. The I'm, from sa- I'm saying maybe there's a way to authenticate that with some sort of technology, or maybe it's the case that if they get a a document that is unable to be authenticated right there on the spot, that it might take a little longer for that particular That's person racism. to get their document. <laughs> That's not racism. Ra- it's not. Ra- it's not oh, racist. God. So now you're going to discriminate against them just because they're not. They don't have the right documents, Marcus? You're not discriminating against anybody. You're just... Justice license denied is a, li- a license delayed is a license denied, Marcus. <laughs> I, it sounds better in Spanish. But I like, think th- there's me. nobody saying that every single person, every single of the, like, 250,000 um, undocumented uh, eligible people are Legal going aliens. to be eligible. They Be- don't know that. The illegal aliens who are out in front of Bill Strauss's house, they all think they should be driving Corvettes tomorrow. But they might be disappointed when they show up uh, and uh, can't get their license. And I don't Wait think anybody's... We can't disappoint the illegal aliens. That's racist. <laughs> you, and your, you and your dark money crawl, cronies you're, at the Federalist Society. You're petty, fo- you're, you're petty fogging now. You're, 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 you're petty fogging this year. We're going to take a break. 1420 WBSN. 8 o'clock hour and... I thought had some robust discussions, uh, even though, like I said, Chris tried to petty fog his way through it with I hijacked inane uh, comments. <laughs> I've hijacked the inane comment library of of the left, and I'm using it against Marcus. <laughs> you can do it, 508-996-05. We have another hour, folks. 
We've got another hour. Uh, we'd like you to call in. We'd like you to message us on the app chat. But uh, if you want to just sit and listen, that's cool, too. However you want to experience South Coast tonight is A-OK. Uh, so, a scotch, a bourbon, a beer, whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. A nice uh, sparkling water, perhaps. I've, I've been getting into some sparkling waters. Spindrift cider um, uh, sparkling water is very good. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TM. That's a, a trademarked. The, That's uh, trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I it's like very that. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sponsored. I just really liked it. So Maybe a nice Merlot. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a Merlot. Sure. Or a 